This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. Welcome to the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story, brought to you by Belinda Audio. Listen to Belinda Audiobooks, anywhere, everywhere. Hi, this is Cheryl Arkell from the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story. We talk to authors about how they came to tell us their story. Lisa Barr, welcome to Better Reading. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. How are you? I'm great. I'm really good. Um, And I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Lisa is the New York Times bestselling author of The Unbreakables and the historical thriller Fugitive Colours, which won the Ippy Gold Medal for Best Literary Fiction 2014 and first prize at the Hollywood Film Festival. Her latest novel, Woman on Fire, tells the story of a remarkable woman and an exquisite work of art that burns bright, moving through hands, hearts and history. It's also set for a film adaptation with actress Sharon Stone. Yay! Set, Yay! Set, with actress Sharon Stone set to produce and star in it. Yay, yay, yay. What led you to, like, growing up, did you think you wanted to be a writer and you chose journalism as that path or did you want to be a journalist and tell other people's stories? Um, I, well, this is actually kind of an interesting story that is actually in my new novel, Woman on Fire, and which is probably the most me of any of the books I've ever written, The Young Journalist. And, but this is a true story and this will answer your question. So when I was 17, I did uh, an internship program in our state Senate for six months of high school. And I was approached while I was there if by a special law enforcement unit, would I be willing to be used as bait to help break a sex trafficking ring? And I'm 17. And of course I said yes. And in those times, you know, you didn't need to get your parents approval on anything. No one cared. You know, just as long as you were home for dinner and did your homework, that was parenting back then. And so, and there were no phones then, no computers. So this moment in my life happened in real time. And so I was utilized as bait. We broke a sex trafficking ring and people were arrested. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to pause for a second there. You're going to have to tell me, go back. Who was it? (laughs) Who was it that approached you? It was a special law enforcement unit based in our state capital. And I was at the time an intern, one of 50 interns kind of chosen to work and to be part of this special program. Okay, got it. They approached me, this happened. And you can imagine as a 17 year old, this was my aha moment. And where I knew- It's like you're in a movie. Yeah, this way, you know, I, exactly. But I knew in that moment, I didn't know how it was going to play out. but I was going to go after the hard stories and to get to the truth. And and that was what really turned me on to journalism. But as I mentioned, I was a journalist and investigative reporter for close to 30 years in all different aspects, but I was always working on my fiction at night. 
And now right. happily, happily, this equation is reversed. So I'm on my fourth book and um, I'm a, a full-time author. Right. So throughout your career, you've been writing fiction for yourself, I guess, and hoping for publication. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that process. So you're a journalist by day. You're probably I'm a journalist by day. I had, um, I was, I have three daughters and wow. I was on bed rest actually in Jerusalem for nine months for my first daughter, full nine months. And, um, I, of course, you go crazy, you know, and especially I'm sort of hyper, you know, this was, you know, like a prison sentence, but I I thought, you know what, I'm going to make this, um, I'm going to utilize this time. So I wrote my first draft of a book called Fugitive Colors, which is uh, uh, about Nazi looted art, and it's a World War II thriller, my, my debut novel. And so I wrote that then, and then once I had my baby, I eventually went back to being a journalist. But in the meantime, I had sent this book out and it won first prize at the Hollywood Film Festival. And so from that moment on, my career began to take off as an author slash journalist. About how old were you when it won that prize? I was probably in my early 30s or maybe yeah. 30, 32, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe a little less, something around there. And or 30, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So was it a manuscript at the time? Was it a published? What did you so submit? It was, it, was a, it was a manuscript at the time. Right. And, and then it won this. And then from there it got published and it was published. And how did that happen? And, and well, you know, obviously I had this prize, so I had something to say for myself and I was approached and you, I got the agent and, you know, it went through all, you know, a very circuitous, you know, a, a, a very snake-like path to get there, but it happened, you know, uh, and this book uh, was wonderful. I was on a tour with Fugitive Colors to about 25 cities for a couple years. But it, at the same time, having been uh, uh, an, uh, a journalist, I really researched the book. So it was about four years of research before that, bef- while I, before I was writing it. And then when it was ready, that's when I set pen to paper. So it was very well researched. And um, I kind of fell in love with the topic of Nazi looted art and really took a deep dive into that. And then, so after that book was out, I decided I needed something lighter, a li- little bit more breezy. And I ended up writing The Unbreakables um, in a nine month period. It just bled out of me. And, you know, it's about a, a woman who, a suburban mom who loses everything, her marriage, her best friends, and um, flees to the south of France to rediscover her joie de vivre, you know, a, a lust for life, love, art, and great sex. And so the fun part was going to do research. And while your your listeners can't see this, there's quote marks. I tell you, research in the south of France. So I grabbed my family. And at the time, one of my daughters was going through a breakup and she really needed a change of scenery. I'm like, you know what? 
Let's go to the south of France. I'm researching this book. Let's have fun together. So two of my three daughters were there. My oldest was at her job in New York. Um, and the younger two came with us. And it was fabulous. And, you know, so every single thing you read in the book is the real deal. I was there. I, I saw it. I smelled it. I felt it. Everything that you read in The Unbreakables happened um you know with the re the background was yeah. the real thing because you've been writing simultaneously as a journalist and a, a writer of fiction one of the questions that i often ask journalists who take to writing is what is the transition like from really short form to long form because it's a de very different process did you take any classes how did you or it just came to you naturally because you were such a wide oh. reader and writer it came to me naturally. Um, I, you know, I always say you can take the journalism, out, the girl out of journalism, but never the journalism out of the girl. So I think the fact like for my first one, especially, which was a historical thriller, I had the skill set. I understood the research, what needed to be done and how to go about it. But also I had the ability as a journalist to do the who, what, when, where, at, you know, why and how, and how to get into a chapter and how to leave a cliffhanger. I mean, that was my boot camp as a journalist. And so the difference really is, you know, um, it's sort of an instant gratification. As a journalist, you go, you get the story, say it's, a, say it's going to be published the next day. You write it, you send it to the editor, they make changes, you make changes, you do what you need to do and bam, instant gratification, it's out. But all those beautiful adjectives are removed. It's just, you know, skin and bones. And with a book, you can go there. You can let loose and let it all out and fill in the blanks. And so you can take a lot of those same stories and just go with it. And so um, all of my books have a journalist, um, have a news hook to them, all of them. And, I, you know, that's what I fall in love with, a story. And then I deep dive once I've got the story from there. So um, th the thing that I would say, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. The curse is that unlike, say, for example, with my historical fiction novels, I have friends who are, you know, who have never been journalists and they might have five sources and call it a day. I need 20 sources to say, this is fact, it's good, it's on repeat, I'm done. We're good to go. So it takes me a little bit longer than perhaps someone else who's not a journalist. But I, the thing that helps me is that I can look at a chapter and say, okay, this is what is missing. This is what needs to be done. And now, and then I know how to go for it and make that happen. So it's, I think it helps. It really helps um, yeah. my writing for sure. Well, I guess it's the discipline as well. Oh, the it? discipline. That's that's the yeah. other thing. Here, yeah, yeah. Discipline. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So when did it turn around? When did the journalist become a full-time writer? So it really, I really became, when I was with my first book, Fugitive Colors, I was, was still working as a journalist and, and going on tour and fitting in my family. Like it was a lot of crazy, you know, there's no such thing as the balancing act. You know, you can do one thing really well at a time, but you, not everything. So with the Unbreakables, um, it, it also in the States, it was received very well. And I, I knew, okay, this is my time. I'm going to not be working at a newspaper or at a magazine. I'm going to focus full time, but I can still write my essays. So I wrapped a lot of essays around the Unbreakables. Um, and really that's, I was a full-time writer with that book, on tour with that book. And now I'm, I really have no time for essays. I've been 15 months on my book tour for Woman on Fire and it's still going strong. So uh, it's, it's, been, it's been busy over here. If you're reflecting on your life, right, um, and I know you've got many more books in you, but what would you say would have been your preference? Like, do you would you have given one over the other? Are you talking about uh, journalism, or um, I mean, I'm I, I feel very blessed that I got to do both. I think in my younger years and when I was single and before kids, and I would take on any assignment not seeing consequences, not caring about consequences, just going for the truth. I could never do that now. If my kids did half of what I did, I'd kill them. You know, there'd be, (laughs) there'd be no way this would happen. So I think, you know, my youth really, and I'm not old by any means or stretch, but I've, I've seen life. I've experienced things. I worry more now because I know consequences. So I think I'm really happy that it came then, you know, where, where I'm enjoying this book life now because I can do it. I can do it. I have the time now. I can travel, you know, and I, my husband's the kind of guy who, you know, appreciates that side of my life where it can be tough in other relationships, say. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah, I agree you know, with that. So I, I think this is a really good time for me that this is happening the way it's happening. And and I'm sort of a, um, I'm not a person who lives in regret. You know, obviously I w- wish maybe there were certain things I could do differently, but I'm a go forward, move forward, onward type of person. Yeah, no, I definitely get a sense of that. Um, tell me about the current book, Women on Fire. And you said you've been touring with it for how long? So it's been, um, it, I, it launched here in the States. It actually is, is in, um, you know, Australia and New Zealand as well in the UK and other countries, but, um, it was, it launched March 1st of a year ago, you know, uh, 2022. And so since February of 2022, I have been, um, very much 
uh, on tour with Woman on Fire. But the fun thing is also being able to be on tour with that, have the Unbreakables, you know, coming out now and still being able to talk about a book I love so much and probably was the book that was the most fun to write. And but Woman on Fire is about a savvy young journalist who gets embroiled in a major international art scandal about, you know, centered around a Nazi looted masterpiece. And it's a woman versus woman showdown, very suspenseful. So that's been, you know, a lot of fun uh, to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, talk to me about Sharon Stone. <laughs> so Sharon wow. Stone is lovely. She's she's generous. She's kind. And so how that came about, I was um, before a book becomes a book, it's an arc, an advanced reader's copy. And here they send them out to to garner pre book launch buzz for your book. So I had this pre-book in my hand. And I don't know, I'm sure you noticed this, but during COVID especially, many celebrities wrote their, mem their memoirs. And, you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Demi Moore, lots of celebrities. So I had read The Beauty of Living Twice by Sharon Stone, her life, her book, and it was sensational. And I thought to myself, my God, she was the original woman on fire back in the day. And I, I also knew that she was very into art and that she was an activist. And she just does a lot of things across the globe that are not acting, but that are really uh, powerful. And so I thought, you know what, what the heck? I'm gonna send this arc and through some sleuthing, I found her business manager's office, sent the book and I thought, all right, it's gonna be trashed, but I did it, yay yeah. me. And yeah. so I'm sitting on the couch. And so this was October, uh, 2022, uh, wait, 2021. I'm no, no, wait, when did the book come out? I'm terrible at math. Um, anyway, a few, like a few months before the book came out and, I am sitting and watching Netflix with my husband and all of a sudden I look at my phone It's and it's a text from Sharon and it says, hi, it's Sharon Stone. I'm in Dubai. I'm reading your book. I'm loving it. Has it been optioned? And to be honest, oh my my God. Thought, yeah, and you know, <laughs> mic drop, literally, you know, the whole thing. And so my first thought was it was one of those people call you know contacting me i'm in barcelona i lost all my money yeah 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 send me a million dollars yeah yeah and then yeah. I'm, i i looked at my husband i said holy moly i'm like this is happening and so you know of course i'm dancing on the couch you know you probably could have heard my primal scream from chicago to sydney and i and then it very much happened, it happened. We closed the deal, you know, six weeks later, and she's set to um, star and, and is adapting the book to film. So it's it's Hollywood. It's a slow process, you know, little by little. But I've had a chance to get to know her, and she's really lovely. So that's where that's at. Kind of crazy. and It is kind of crazy, but enjoy yeah. it. Lisa Barr, yeah. thank you thank so you. much for your time today. What a oh, wonderful chat. <laughs> Thank you. And enjoy the Unbreakables. It was, it's really wonderful that it's there and, you know, that I can bring it to your readers. And I, I love that. Thank you.
If you'd like more information about Better Reading, follow us on Facebook or visit betterreading.com.au. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Belinda Audio. Belinda Audiobooks are available on CD and MP3 from online booksellers and bookshops everywhere. Or you can download from Audible, Google Play or the iBookstore. We've also created our own app called BorrowBox that's available from both the App Store and Google Play. All you need to do to get it working is to download the app, join your local public library, and you'll gain access to the world's best collection of e-books and e-audiobooks available for you to loan on your phone or your personal device. Belinda, we're here to enable you to escape, imagine, grow, and be inspired through the power of storytelling. Belinda Audiobooks. Anywhere. Everywhere. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.